Welcome to the Mystical Motherhood Podcast. Today I have a short explanation from a recent session I did about alchemy. And the woman I was working with was having an issue because she wasn't able to really be giving to her clients or her community community in the way she was used to. And I went through the process of awakening and how in incredibly freaking intense it is right now and how we all need to just be doing what we're supposed to be doing for ourselves first. And I describe this a little bit and I go deep into the steps of ancient alchemy, specifically the first four steps, starting with calcination and dissolution. This is really important for people to understand so you don't feel crazy if you're going through a lot right now. You can kind of understand where you're at and how the elements affect you in the process of awakening to your higher self. The book I'm talking about during this explanation is called The Emerald Tablet by Dennis Hawk. And Dennis Hawk wrote about the ancient initiations of alchemy. Um, and alchemists from ancient Egypt brought to this earth by Thoth and then who was reincarnated um, a couple of times and one times one time as Hermes. It's all discussed in this book. It's also discussed in my book Fertile, which is available on Amazon and written and published under my name, Pritam Atma. If you have any questions or you need any help, reach out to me at mysticalmotherhood.com. All of my books, podcasts, um, free meditations can be found on my website. And if you liked this podcast, please leave a star rating or subscribe and share it on your social media account or with your friends and family if it helps you. Um, If you have any questions about what you'd like me to speak about next, please email me and reach out anytime. Thanks so much. So I'm in the process of writing my third book and there's steps that the earth will have to go through and individuals are going to have to go through in order to awaken. And the name of this book is called The Emerald Tablet by Dennis Hawk. And so The Emerald Tablet is actually a book that goes back into the ancient Egyptian mystery school. And it was brought back in Greece by Hermes. Um, but it's by Thoth. So Thoth is one of the most you know ancient Egyptian gods, right? And it's the process of awakening that we're all going through at all times in our life, whether or not we're aware of it or not, right? And so what it does is it cleans, it's like, if you think about what alchemy really is, so if you, I'm sure you've heard of like brands with alchemy and what, what that is. Nobody knows what the hell it is until they actually go through it and you're going through it. And so the first phase of alchemy is called calcination. And I'm going to like read actually, because I just took, this is better to read about this, but Calcination is like what, it's like a blackness, a dark phase. And so what the earth is going through right now on a more massive scale, and this is going to help with your business in general, like thinking about how you're going to restructure your life, I think. As you read this book, this is going to be an amazing book for you. But also as you re- recognize the stages you're, you're going through, like, you know, when you're on your menstrual cycle and you're like, because sometimes like the other day I was on my menstrual cycle and I'm dating this guy and I got really needy. I got super insecure. He wasn't texting. It's like, he was, it was not him. It's me. And then I was like, I forgot the stage I was in. I needed to honor myself of like, Oh, I'm insecure right now because I'm bleeding. Mm -hmm. So as we're going through the, as you're going through this massive awakening process, which is what you're going through, you need to have compassion for where you're at in the stage you're at. And then you'll have a better awareness of like who you are and, and have more compassion for yourself and humble yourself as you go through it. 
Because what I hear you saying to me is, I'm not doing enough. I'm not offering enough. The, the, the number one thing we all can do right now is get out of our ego thinking that us doing or helping somebody is going to help them. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, there's not a part of me that's going out there and advertising and not a part of me that's like, I'm going to help you with sessions. Like if somebody comes to me, I know they're supposed to come to me and I can't say I'm doing any of the healing. It's only coming through me, whatever's supposed to be said, right? And if I say I'm supposed to do something else for somebody, it's just my ego saying, let me take advantage of a moment where everyone's falling apart and try to, to put what I feel is the right thing for them on it. So take us. And so that's one thing to way to think about how the ego is crashing on the planet. And so our, our ability to think that we know what's best for their healing is not appropriate. Right. So if I were to say, like, I can tell you that meditation, I could get really, really mad at you. If you don't do it, I wouldn't be mad at you either way. I just like, okay, then maybe in like two or three months, you'll come back to it. But I know I gave it to you and it's there for your use whenever you want to use it. Right. So having, also having compassion for where you are in your stage of awakening, which I'm going to go through in a second. But also there's one thing a teacher said to me one time, his name is Abdi. And he says, one of the, the best things, like if, if there's a war going on on the planet, which we're in an interdimensional war, we're being attacked on a, on a new way and we're being controlled by our government forces on a way that we've never understood. And, and the more that we awaken to the level of control and manipulation and everything that's going on with beyond this virus, the more all of us will awaken on the most subtlest realms. But he said, as this war is going on, one of the best things you can do if you're here to help is be in your highest vibration. Like that's actually, he made it, it was when he said that it switched something in me because I always thought I had to go do something. I always thought there was an expected outcome to produce. I always thought like if I, you know, it's our, our ego of like, if I'm seen, if I'm heard, if daddy really loves me is what it is for you too. You know, you're healing that part of you that needs to be out in the male world to be seen and heard and acknowledged and loved. And then to feel that back by someone recognizing that for you. Right. Do you, do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I, I have the, I have worthiness. Right. But that comes out in all, we all do. So like my worthiness issues have been coming, you know, for the last few years have been all of us women specifically have it coming out through relationships. A lot of the time, like if he shows me love, I'm worthy. If he can give me love, I can feel love and it cannot come from him. It has to come from us, you know, and, and, it, and it's the same for business. It cannot come from your business, that feeling of worth, feeling of your giving. It has to come from an internal thing. And then it just flows through you. And there's, it doesn't matter if you're giving or you're not giving. Right. So there's the first phase is, is in this ancient Egyptian, like uh, alchemy process is called calcination. It's always fire and fire is super painful. It's the destruction of the ego. It's, it's all the delusions. It's the attachments. It's the, it's the material possessions. It's the letting go of this maternal, this material world. Um, which is like, how do I explain this? It's all the parts of the personality that need to be reduced down and, kind of burned off. So, you know, when fire creates like a dark, like a, like the dark ashes, that's what's happening to humanity on, on a huge, massive scale. We're taking away all the things we thought we were on a personal level, personality. So what things we, things we think we need and the things we're attached to that create these delusions, right? Then 
the burning begins that can take years. So I've been through this stage probably two to three times. So as we go through the alchemical process, al- we're always going through alchemy. Alchemists, so people that have the spiritual nature that have going through things, go through al- the, the alchemists actually go through it at an accelerated rate. And so the real alchemist knows they're going through it. And that's the awakening game. So under reading this book, The Emerald Tablet by David Hawk, is going to change your life because you're going to be like, holy crap. I went through this when I was in my younger years, when I had these memories. I was going through it this, and then you can kind of pace out your life. And then when you're in it, it's like being in your menstrual cycle. You can be like, oh, crap. I'm in the dissolution phase. That's why I'm crying. And another, you know, like, another thing like to think about is, this is another concept, but Yogi Bhajan's always taught that women have 11 moon centers and each of the moon centers has a different uh, motion we go through. So men are always in their chin. I talk about this in my book, um, Fertile, but men are always in their chin. And so the more hair they have on the chin, actually the more balanced and grounded they can be. But women are always moving. So every 2.5 days, we're in a different moon center. So we're functioning at a different level for about 2.5 days. So some days we might be more insecure. And you know, when you go through phases of um, being really, really one pointed, then another day you can't make decisions, and another day you're really emotional, then another day you're really needy. The the women of the future will understand these moon centers and be able to know what moon center they're in so they can plan and schedule with that moon center because that's how sensitive and compassionate we need to be with ourselves as we go into a higher sensitivity on this planet. Does that make sense? I'm giving you an idea to be a little bit more compassionate with yourself and to let that part of yourself that needs to always try to help people begin to heal yourself because I'm reminding you that there's power in your own healing. It's beyond what you recognize that was going to help more people in the end. So we're just at the beginning of a massive awakening, massive. And it's not until 2035 will this flip and it will go either way. And so if you can work on yourself and, and get through this faster, I mean, not, not, not faster, that's the wrong word. If you can just work on yourself deeply, deeply and profoundly is a better word. And I, the only thing that makes it go faster is the Kundalini meditations, as far as my experience and what I've been told and what I've seen other people go through. So there's not like us making it, you can't make things go faster sometimes. Um, but an alchemist will go through things quicker because they can hand, they, they know they're going through the alchemical process. So the body becomes the beaker and the soul is what gets re, redone. And that's what you're going through. So I'm giving you some, some sympathy for that. So, right. So first stage, first stage of like an alchemical process, if I'm a scientist, it's going to be, it's going to be fire. And then the second phase is called dissolution. And so the dissolution you're feeling right now is that level of grief you're going through. And so the color would be like a white or a light gray, and it's the dissolving of the ashes after the burn. And so calcination is everything. It takes away all the parts of the ego. So that's going to be your business, where you're living, maybe, you know, your um, attachments to possessions, to clothes, to your body. So the body image is a big one because it's, it's a huge ego identification with who you are. It's all the deceptions, all the impure thoughts. And so what's left over is, is the process of the emotional body. So anything that's distorted within you emotionally, so that's going to be deep, deep grief, 
deep, deep pain and unresolved wounds. And so the wounds that we never wanted to look at, the wounds of your father, the wounds of your family, the generational histories that need to be healed and um, any judgment. So exactly what you're going through, like the judgments you're, you're feeling about yourself, about what you didn't do, what you have done, you know, and, and we can list them. We're not even going to go into what we talked about last time because I'm not here to, we're not, I'm not, I'm not ever going to reignite your trauma. Like, I don't actually believe in that. And I don't believe about like going into therapy to have you speak about the trauma. I, I want to give you the tools to like burn through it. But that's what, so the Kundalini is the fire and the dissolution of the tears is the release and the, of the grief of that. And the only way for the heart to fully open is for these level of these original wounds to completely dissolve and there's layer after layer and the more your consciousness can handle the the fat the not the faster the deeper you'll go and this alchemical process is actually brought by god so alchemy is always happening but if you're an alchemist again i'm repeating that which i believe you're going through this on a high level you are going to feel it more than other people. And so what's happening to the earth right now is they're the gods, or we don't know if there's a dark and a light force that is like fighting each other. And in that dark and the light force, there's always the alchemical transformation. And so this COVID virus and this energy, which is virus 13, uh, is it causing a diet, the the virus 13, I'm calling, calling that because of, something I've received personally, but it's like a negative virus that's hitting the planet and getting into the vibration of love versus fear in the next six months is critical for the next seven years. Remember, is this making sense to you and making you understand like where you are? Oh, yeah, definitely. definitely Do you have any questions? There's more to it. So there's seven stages. So these are the first two and I wanted to have you have an understanding. And then the third one is separation. So then you basically, how do I describe separation? Um, it's a conscious separation from the unconscious matter. So, so before where the wounds were you and you were the wounds and they are a part of your life and you can't consciously see how you're recreating them over and over again. Um, you begin to see how everything in your life is a, re- a recreation of that original wound. And your one of your biggest original wounds is the abuse of your father, which you set out in your life with different men and different experiences to heal, to feel loved. And so then, then you go and recreate the push and the pull of, do you love me? Is love conditional? Is love unconditional? Constantly hitting against the grief, never being seen by daddy. So then the separation you're going to go through, which will be the next step, is that you become, and, and it actually physically can happen. Maybe you move. Maybe you, um, it's like a separation of the masculine nature from the feminine nature. It's all the hardened feelings and thoughts and like emotional blockages and neuroses. You can actually understand them and see them where in the dissolution phase, all the things you're feeling and seeing that are coming up are actually, um, they were unconscious before you didn't necessarily consciously know how deep the wound was. 
And so the fire brings up the, the energy needed to, to transform it because without that fire, we don't want to do any work. We'd rather just like go to the park, play around, you know, pretend like life we're ignorant. We we're like all the phases of what Buddhism says, like ignorance, attachment, all this stuff. So that fire is what it's necessary to get it going. The dissolution is what you're in. And sometimes the dissolution feels like it's never going to end because it's the water element and the water element when left unhealed within a woman with sexual abuse, there's no boundaries. So, so issues that you need to think about as you, as you're journaling after our session today is there's no, there'll be no boundaries between you and a male, between you and somebody else. It's like an immersion. And oftentimes you lie to yourself and lie to them. And there's a drowning within the element when unbalanced, particularly with any sexual abuse or sex, you know, is that, because the water element's so powerful and so unhealed, um, the lies will come out. Like you won't even consciously, I don't know if, I'm not saying you're a liar, but I'm just saying that you'll lie to yourself about things you didn't even know you're lying because it's so common. Because you fully haven't healed that water element within you. And, you, and the bounce, so if I, I kind of described it in my book, Fertile, as like a pool. Uh, uh, when the water element is unbalanced, you know, the grief, the emotional body's free, you know, you don't have any, you're reactive, your, your range of emotions is kind of unusual, right? And so it makes you feel bipolar sometimes um, and out of balance. But then when, as you begin to heal that water element within you, you become more of like a, sw- a swimming pool where you have a boundary between yourself and another and you say, that's not appropriate you know, um, what you're doing doesn't feel appropriate for me. So that's why I wanted you to read that book, um, How to Spot a Dangerous Man Before You Get Involved. Because women that, uh, if we are healing our mom and dad issues, all of us, we don't know what's normal and what's not normal behavior. We have no idea. Daddy never taught us. Mommy never taught us. And so we have to learn to teach ourselves of like, is it okay to be treated like that? Why do we lie to ourselves and say it is? So the separation you're going to go through, you'll be able to separate yourself from these wounds and from these experiences and be able to consciously let go of these self-inflicted constraints of your life. And then you'll go through a period of conjunction where you put yourself back together again. It can take as long or as short as it's, is needed. And after conjunction, then you go into the higher realms, but you cannot tap into these higher realms and bring down information um, until you do this human part. So the first four stages are the human part of the healing and the alchemical transformation. And then the end of it is you tapping into the higher realms where you may physically begin to leave your body. I wouldn't be surprised if that begins to happen to you. Um, and then you'll go back in your body and you leave your body again. And so your soul begins to physically separate and this will happen in dreams and astral travel dreams and different things, but you'll know you're going through a stage of fermentation where you begin to transfer your, your cells are actually changing. Your DNA is actually healing. 